The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. We know that in times of trouble, many of you need turn to your faith, to you, the church, your higher power. But COVID-19 has shut down places of worship across the country. Places of worship were initially exempt from Alberta's ban on gatherings of more than 250 people. But this past Saturday, you know that Alberta's top doctor said that's no longer the case because of evidence of community transmission. Here in Edmonton, the Catholic Archdiocese of Edmonton has cancelled public masses until further noticed. We're joined this afternoon by Archbishop Richard Smith. Archbishop Smith is the president of the Catholic Boards of, or the Catholic Bishops of Alberta in the Northwest Territories and past president of the Canadian Conference of Catholic Bishops. Archbishop Smith, welcome to the show. Thanks very much. Good to be with you. Okay, so give me an idea of what things have been like on your front over the past number of weeks. I mean, as I mentioned, and you know, of course, that people turn to the church and turn to their faith in in times of trouble, and oftentimes they want that place to go to, and not having that physical place to go to might be a little challenging for them. What are you telling? What are you telling members of the congregation? What we want to tell them in one way or another is that we want to be with them and accompany them as best we can. We understand, obviously, that with a a scare like this, COVID-19, the anxiety levels uh, do go up. And that, as you well said, you know, calls forth uh, from people that desire to connect with their faith, with their faith community, and so on. And so what we have had to grapple with here is that balance between availability and wanting to stay open as best we can to support our people, and yet at the same time being responsible mm-hmm. citizens and, and following every direction that we get from the chief medical officer. And so, as you mentioned in your introduction, once that exemption was lifted on the weekend, then we had to act. I met with the other bishops of the province of the Northwest Territories, and we determined that clearly uh, the next step for us would be to stop having public celebration of Mass. Uh, churches that have had the tradition of remaining open through the day remain open so that people can go in, they can pray, they can contact the priest if they want the priest to hear the confession. We're doing that now in a way that is uh, following all the medical advice about risk mitigation and so on. If they want to just meet with the priest and, and chat, that's, that's all possible. We have our parish staff and parishioners looking at all sorts of different ways that they can identify people who might be self-isolating or home just out of fear or homebound. How can we reach out to them? Again, respecting the risk mitigation procedures to show that they're not forgotten, they're not abandoned, that we're with them, that we're, that we're praying for them. Uh, all of the Catholics understand, too, that this is a particularly dramatic step that we have taken here. We, we recognize we have to take it, and so we've done it. But for the Catholic community, and for bishops in particular, to make a decision to suspend the public cele- celebration of Mass, that's a very, very dramatic and it's a very painful thing. And so what we're trying to do is also provide ways in which people, even remotely, if I can put it that way, can be participating in the liturgies of the Church. So, for example, um, this Sunday morning, we'll live stream uh, what is basically a private Mass that I'll be celebrating at the Basilica, but making that available through the through the online means so that people can at least follow along, pray along, read the Scriptures, and so on. 
I don't think we've found all of the right answers yet. Like everybody else, I think we're experiencing this is a rapidly evolving and changing thing. And we're assessing everything as we go and trying to do our best to, to balance all that we need to balance. Archbishop Richard Smith joining me this afternoon. Uh, we're coming up to a very important time uh, in the church, Easter. Have you looked that far ahead and, and what plans might be in place to, to you know, help the congregation get through that? Is it going to be more of the video online streaming things? You know, um, I'm guessing it probably will be. The reason I'm, I'm hesitating there a little bit is, is because, just as you say, Holy Week is, is the most important time of the year for, for Christians. I mean, it doesn't get any more important than that. And not to have public celebrations at a time like that would be particularly difficult uh, for all of us. That said, I mean, we don't expect to be exempted from anything. We're citizens like everybody yes. else. And if this uh, case, uh, this difficult situation that we're facing remains, and every indication is that it's going to be with us not just um, weeks, but a little bit beyond that, then I think we can anticipate that uh, we'll not have the public celebrations. I've not given a formal indication of that yet. I like to wait until I've got the latest up-to-date medical assessment of things before I make such a such a determination. But I think it's everybody can see that in all likelihood that's that's what we'll be facing. Uh, before I let you go, Archbishop, anything that you want uh, my listeners, my listeners who are who are members of the church, to know about this time and 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 what thoughts are going through your head and maybe some guidance for them over the the coming weeks. Well, I guess the basic message that I would want to share with anybody is um, there's reason for hope. I, I think the the situation that is at us all the time, it's constantly in the news, it's constantly in social media, it's constantly in conversation. And that, that has a tendency really to weigh people down and, and lift up the level of anxiety. But there's, there's realistic reason for hope. As I look around, I see very, very competent medical officials that are guiding us through this, uh, medical professionals that are working to the point of burnout to help to protect us. We've got civic authorities at all levels of the country that are transcending their political differences and committing to work together uh, to make us better and safe. I'm seeing a spontaneous sense of solidarity arise up in the citizenry. We're all in this together. We're working together at this. We can we can band together and do all that we can to help one another. And at the end of the day, of course, for people of faith, we know that God won't abandon us. God has our back. He'll be with us. He has led us through many different difficult things before. He will do now. so now he'll do so in the future. And so hope is a realistic thing. And what I would say to folks is don't submit to fear. Don't submit to anxiety. Don't let that have the final word. Give the final word to hope. And there's a realistic basis for that. Archbishop Smith, thank you for joining me this afternoon. I appreciate your time. Glad to do it.